It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. George Sedano, Courtney Cronin, Justin Tinsley, Pablo Torre. You know what time it is. Oh, the smart. bracket! The bracket! I took this bracket off Rocco DeMeo, toughest reputation in Essex County. Never saw it again after I got through with him. <laughs> also, what the Bears did with number one. Let's go! Do you have a look at their wow. watches? Do people still have watches? I just look at my phone. This is a bad time to admit I don't have a watch on. <laughs> Selection <laughs> Monday. You know how we do it here. Who's got the best road? Who's got the toughest road? Who's the scariest team going in? Did they get the bracket right? Any and all questions, mm. it's all on the table for you. But let's start with the one seed. Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue. George Sedano, who's got the best run? Who's got the toughest run on paper? Tony, I think Houston, especially if Sasser is healthy, has the potential to have the easiest okay. run. They've got some teams in there who've been up and down, like an in Indiana who's got a lot of NBA talent, but has been inconsistent, I think, at times. Miami could be scary, as we saw Jim Laranega get to the Elite Eight last year, but Omir Norchard, their only real big man, got hurt against Duke in the ACC tournament. The toughest road to me... Kansas, the defending national champs, seven losses this season, tied for the most for a team with a one seed. And then you look at UCLA. If Bona's healthy and it looks like he's going to suit up, they could be as good as anybody. I mean, they, they could have been a one seed. At least McCronin certainly would tell you that would be the case. And then Gonzaga, Drew Timmy, that kind of experience, they're kind of under the radar for me. Courtney Cronin, who's got the best draw, who's got the toughest draw of the ones. I think the easiest draw here is Alabama, and of course, they are the number one overall seed for good reason. They cruise through the SEC tournament, double-digit victories over three opponents that are also in the NCAA tournament. And you've got to look at this South region. I've got it in front of me on my bracket. Arizona, the third lowest ranked number two seed, the four seed in Virginia in their bracket, the lowest ranked four seed. I think that Alabama, though, their road comes through their defense because we know how inconsistent they are as a shooting team. They were 22 of 116 in the final four games from deep. That's not great. Charles Bediaco, though, their big uh, their big center, their elite rim protector. That's what's mm-hmm. going to help this team cruise its way into a Final mm-hmm. Four. There was a bad word in there, but I like the analysis. Justin Tinsley of the ones who's got the best throw, who's got the toughest draw on paper. Yeah, the, the, the status of Sasser's growing is very concerning, you know, heading into the tournament. But honestly, Tony, the toughest road, I'm focusing on Purdue in the East. They win their first-round matchup, and then they get the winner of Memphis and Florida Atlantic. Memphis, who just won their conference tournament. Florida Atlantic, who has 31 wins. Oh, and if they get by that, they could potentially have Duke in that next round, the hottest team going into the tournament. So when I'm looking at this, the committee did – the committee did Purdue no favors at all. And and Purdue has 
over the course of uh, over the course of their program, they have 44 wins uh, in in March Madness. That that's the most of all time without a national championship, and they did not get an easy. You're right about that. That eight nine match of Memphis and Florida, Florida Atlantic could have been a five six seven. They got a yeah. nine, and then Duke and Oral Roberts is a wow game. Pablo Torre, we'll turn to you on on the draws for the ones. Tony, the way I think about the bracket is, I try to find the places where Las Vegas is very different from the selection committee. I want to figure out the people who actually need to make money on their estimations of college basketball teams, not people who are preserved by this anonymous sort of closed door committee, right? I want to see what they think. And they think that four of the eight favorites heading to selection Sunday are all in the West. So Kansas has a lot of problems going on in that, in that side of the country. Okay. But then I think of, okay, Houston, right? We talked about Houston. Let's just be very blunt about this. Houston is the best team in the country. Everybody who sees the metrics on college basketball says, Ken, Pam Ken Pomeroy, Tony, mm -hmm. basketball's meteorologist, he says that this team is easily the best. The tier rank, the net rating, all of the algorithms, they say Houston. Let's not overthink it. Sasser says will play. I think Houston's going to have the easiest. Okay. So those are the ones. Let's expand it out. Let's zoom out a little bit of the teams. Who's the scariest team that you're tracking right now, Pablo Torre? Who do you like? Ooh, the scariest team right now is the team that's peaking, and that's Gonzaga. Gonzaga has five guys, their top scorers, okay. who are all juniors and seniors. Drew Timmy, the guy with the mustache and the headband, kind of looks like a jerk, but has been excellent every time he takes that's, the floor. You're projecting. This is all he has to play for. No, he's kind of like the villain in Dodgeball. He looks like it, but he is awesome at basketball. Gonzaga's certainly is a villain after time. what they've done to brackets in recent years. Anybody who picked Gonzaga, Justin Tinsley, who's scary? I'm going with Texas A&M. I know they lost mm -hmm. their, their conference championship to Alabama, but that team can shoot the lights out. Watch out for Another Texas A&M. tough seeding for them. Courtney Cronin, scariest? I've got Marquette. I know that they're a two seed, but think about where they were starting this season, down three of their top four scores from last year, and then they go on to win the Big East this year. Shaka Smart's a coach of the year candidate. We always talk about their offense, the eighth most efficient offense in the country, but it's their defense that won them the Big George East. George Dano, you got a scariest team you're circling right now? Now, Tony, is this an upset special? We'll get or to the upset like special. Talk to me about a team maybe in the two to five, two to six range that you think is scariest right now coming in. Oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm with Courtney. I think it's Marquette. I think what Shaka's done there, they've been the best offensive team for four months, basically. And when you look at Kolek and a two-way player like Cam Jones, I really like what they can do potentially if you're looking at one of the higher okay. seats. Put a pin in that for a second. I want your upsets. Pablo, I know what you're thinking about doing, picking a 16. You always pick a 16. <laughs> Hold on one second. Let's go now to March Madness. In the bracket, South Carolina, Indiana, Virginia Tech, Stanford. Let's start with those ones. Because there's an argument to be made, Iowa, on the two-line, was one worthy. So in this bracket, Pablo Torre, did they get the ones right? Absolutely not. And Iowa is the victim here, Tony. The committee came out and said, they admitted that they spent the longest debating whether it's Stanford or Iowa. What's the order? Is it one and two? They went with Stanford at one. To me, there is no justification for that at all. But they got it doubly wrong because Indiana also in the Big Ten, got a one seed themselves, and Iowa has clearly been better than Indiana. They just won the tournament. They have the most exciting player, the face of March Madness, you could argue, men's or women's, in Caitlin Clark. And so, yes, Iowa, having to be a two seed, feels like a real, uh, yeah, inefficiency Tinsley. in their selection process. Yeah, Virginia Tech getting the one seed, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. They've been one of the hottest teams in the country, men or women, all season. But Iowa, Iowa can definitely hold a grudge, in particular with Stanford. You know, the committee... 
excuse me, the committee said they based this off the entire body of work. Well, guess what? How you end the season is part of that entire body yeah. of work. They lost two of their la yes. uh, last three uh, Pac-12 games. Now, granted, yes, and Iowa has six uh, six losses, but four of those came against uh, ranked teams. Three came against top ten teams, and only one of those losses were at home. And, and meanwhile, Caitlin Clark, excuse me, Caitlin Clark, uh, went for thirty seventeen and ten in in her conference championship okay. game. So they're the two seed, but they definitely Courtney deserve to be in the a one bracket. Seed. Four ones, and then I'm somebody is a two. Is there a difference between two and one? Is Iowa in some way getting job here? Well, Caitlin Clark didn't seem to think so when she talked about it last week, saying the last one seed is basically equal to the top two seed. And, Pablo, I'm not going to stand for any mm. Indiana slander here, here on the show. Is. My here alma mater yeah. with a 27-3 record this season, the best Sorry in school history. Very deserving of their one seed. But when it comes to Iowa and when it comes to Stanford, they're looking at net top 100 wins against those sorts of teams. That's what Stanford had the edge on with Iowa this year, 20, whereas Iowa was 18 and 6. I can't fault the committee for this one. George Dana, let me ask you a point blank question. South Carolina or the field? I may go with the field. I know Don Staley, Tony, may not love this, but I look at a team even like in the SEC, like LSU, right? Kim Mulkey certainly has tons of experience. LSU, I think, has played great this year. I think if I'm looking at not one of the top two seeds, I think they can be a team that can make some noise. Um, I do think Iowa is going to play with a chip on their shoulder, though. I, I, I think Stanford okay. has, is certainly deserving so every year the of a one seed. Over South but Carolina. it's close this year. And you mentioned LSU. South Carolina worked, worked LSU this year. Tory, South Carolina or the field? Tony, Vegas has South Carolina over the field. I've been leaning on them all show. I'll continue to do Kingsley? it. Kingsley? Don Staley, I got your back. I'm taking South Carolina. 40 Cronin. I'll take the field because I think we're going to see a matchup of the two player of the year candidates in Caitlin Clark and Aaliyah Boston in the finals. Mm, okay, so that's where you're going for the finals. You said player of the year, stars. We fall in love with stars, players every tournament, every March Madness. And this is tailor-made for it, right, between Boston and Clark and Reese and Segrist and players just playing out of their mind this year. We're going to take a moment now to think of upsets picks. So you can guys go back to the bracket if you want. Hold them up. The bracket. The bracket. Hold up your bracket. Looking for upset picks. You can define this any way you want, but do not tell me a nine over an eight in the first round. Do not tell me a five over a four in the second round. I'll mute you back to the Stone Age. Give me one or two you love right now. Be bold. George Sedano, upsets. Tony, Pablo's going to love this one because it's Utah State. Ryan Odom did Pablo a solid yeah. when his UMBC team beat UVA. Remember that? Uh, oh, Pablo yeah. Tony's going to love this pick. Mm. They're shooting 39% from three, nearly 40%. That's the type of team that can get hot. I, I think they can win the first-round series against Mizzou. If they upset Arizona, I think they could potentially get – All right, get so you're circling Utah the, State, which I believe is the 110 seed that is a – a uh, couple point favorite over a seven C. Courtney, who you have? Any upsets you're circling? I do. I've got the 12-5 upset Oral Roberts over Duke. You remember when Oral Roberts made it to the Sweet 16 as a 15 seed two seasons yeah. ago? Their leading scorer, Max A. Smith, back yeah. in the mix for the, for the Golden Eagles this year. And on top of that, wow. they enter March Madness with a 17-game mm -hmm. win streak, longest in the country. So Duke is hot. They're on a win streak, but you like... Or a Roberts win streak over Justin Tinsley. What, what do we got for an upset here? I'm sticking uh, five and twelve as well, but I'm I'm picking VCU over St. Mary's. VCU 
that's a very good team on both sides of the there court, and they, they, they're familiar with March Madness runs. Mm-hmm. And now we turn our attention to Pablo Estor. Here we go. Who I, I, I mean, Pablo, you can go anywhere you want, anywhere in the world, but I have a feeling Here I know we go, what you Pablo. like for your upset special. Tony, my selection committee has made the easiest decision <laughs> it's had to make in a decade because I am choosing the Howard University Bison to beat Kansas there in the is. first round a 16 of the over NCAA one. tournament. A 16 over one in the most parody-driven year of college basketball. There's been five years in a row, Tony, where the defending champion has not made it out of the first weekend. Guess what Kansas is? The defending champion. And Howard, led by Kenny Blakeney, my guy for over a decade, too, by the way. They're brilliant head coach. They have a team Your that plays guy. up tempo. He is my guy. And they shoot threes. They have a kid who shoots 47 from deep, 37% as a squad. They are right for this. The picks you make equal the picks you take or the mutes you get. You pick your friends. You can pick your nose. They, they can pick brackets, but sometimes uh, with the diminishing returns. Thanks for your takes. We'll be back with the NFL News of the Day. I'm actually pulling for Howard. I am. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. NFL news coming in fast and furious. Let's go. Niners need some defense? Sure. Signing Eagles sackman Javon Hargrave. Raiders need a quarterback? Yes, they do. Signing Jimmy Garoppolo today. Three years, 67 mil. Pablo, buy or sell that? Tony, I buy it as an accounting move because Garoppolo costs so much less than Derek Carr, even if you consider them to be basically lateral options. But I sell it insofar as you're a Raiders fan. Yeah, your long-term question at quarterback is still glaring and yet to be answered. Tinsley? 
Yeah, I'm selling it. I like Jimmy G, but one of the biggest benefits for him in San Francisco was that defense. And now he joins the Raiders, one of the worst defensive teams in the league. So this, I don't, this is not going to work out for the Cody Raiders. Cody I think it is. I'm buying the fit with Josh McDaniels, considering that was his offensive coordinator in New England the early parts of his career. But I am selling it because of Jimmy G's injury history. He's missed 30 games over the last couple of years. The durability concerns are pretty valid there. That's something that they didn't have an issue with with Derek Carr. Tony, I'm buying it because of the familiarity that Courtney mentioned, but I'm buying it because I think the Raiders are still going to draft a quarterback and Jimmy G is going to be in the same position that he's always been in, <laughs> at least post-Patriots, which is he's going to be a caretaker until they get the guy they really right. want under Or center. Brady comes back and then Garoppolo can back up Brady again. There you go. <laughs> Our grave to San Francisco. So now, I guess if you're going up against San Francisco, you double Armstead, you double Bosa, you double Hargrave, and then you, you know, that's, yeah. Wow. Very we'll easy. move on. NFL News of the Weekend, you know what it was. It was huge. The Bears trading the number one pick to Carolina. The Hall of Picks to get in return and receiver DJ Moore. Don't need to say any more to you, Courtney. What just happened? Justin Fields got a number one wide receiver, and it was incredibly good business by general manager Ryan Poles to go trade for one, a part of the overall mix in getting draft picks with trading the number one overall pick. DJ Moore instantly upgrades this receiving core. He is the highest paid player on the roster. It was a smart contract to take on for a team that has a lot of salary cap space in free And the picks now, are they done dealing, Courtney? You never know. They could move back from number nine if there's a team like Washington. I don't know. Looking for a quarterback maybe in that spot. I don't think they're done. George Sedano. Tony, I think it was a home run for them. Look, you get a number one wide receiver for a quarterback that was in desperate need of a number one wide receiver. He was your number one option in general, it felt like, on offense. They get a ton of picks because they have a ton of holes. That's why they're in this position. So they need those picks to finally put a real team around their quarterback, both along the line and certainly help their defense get a little better. But the biggest hole being filled here is the Panthers and their backfield, right? The guy who's going to be throwing the ball, Tony, They need a quarterback, and now the Panthers have the ability to keep the number one overall pick or maybe trade it. Maybe they like C.J. Stroud more than Bryce Young. They figure out, oh, this other team likes Bryce Young. We're going to make more money off of the pick. I read this. They trade for number one, and then they could trade one to two or three because who knows who could – who should the pick be for quarterback for Carolina Pablo? I mean, to me, the answer is Bryce Young, but I'm also an Anthony Richardson stand, so if you can get him and trade back down again, you basically make up everything you paid for. I'll bring you in on that. The craziest stat that I read over the weekend is that DJ DJ Moore has more career receiving yards than, than any Chicago Bears receiver in its history. Over 100 years. Like, this is a historically inept offensive franchise, and it just feels yeah, yeah, it just it just feels like this is a very important offseason for the Bears, and this is a very good first step. Or is more. I think we've established that. There we go. Okay. Courtney, are you hearing anything on number one pick for Carolina from the quarterback position? I'm hearing whoever had mentioned about them trading it again, that mm. that could be a real okay. possibility. So, you know the movie Draft Day? That could play out in real time this year. Mm. Another NFL move, the Rams trading Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins. Third round pick, Hunter Long going back to the L.A. First team All-Pro cornerback two seasons ago. This year was not anybody in L.A.'s year. But, George, how does this go over? 
Tony, I'm buying it for the Dolphins. They took complete advantage of a Rams team that's so over the cap in this situation that they gave up a third round pick for a guy they traded first to first for, the Rams did when they acquired Ramsey. Now the Dolphins have two number one wide receivers in Tyreek and Waddle and two number one corners in Ramsey and Howard. This reminds me of the old Marino Shula years in the 90s. when. All right, settle down a second. And, and the Rams did win. I'll get you back. Rams did win a Super Bowl with Ramsey, right? Wait, but that's, but wait a second. But what I'm saying is this, is if the Dolphins invest all this capital and don't win a Super Bowl like the Rams just did, it'll be a complete disaster. Okay. That's the way people will look at it. We just in invested all our capital in Sedano talking about this. Courtney, I guess you're last on this topic. We got to go. <laughs> yeah, they're remodeling for financial purposes. The Rams had to take on a bunch of dead cap this year so they can start spending in 2024 and 2025. And frankly, some of the moves that we've seen outside of Jalen Ramsey getting traded, Bobby Wagner getting cut, Leonard Floyd getting cut, this is what you call remodeling, not a complete rebuild. Yeah, I look, I, I love... With, with a division that has Josh Allen and potentially Aaron Rodgers coming, you make this move. They have playmakers on both sides of the ball, so I love this move. Last word. I just like how Ramsey has done the reverse Sedano, going from L.A. to Miami, and here we have George <laughs> talking about Miami, despite all of it. Well, Sedano's going somewhere else. He's going to showdown with Gordy Cronin. That's it for Torrey and Dins. George and Courtney, two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. What a loaded show today. Let's talk World Baseball Classic now because this has been bananas. Look at the drama. Look at the crowds. Look at the espresso machine in the Italian dugout. Oh! <laughs> Team USA got pounded by Mexico. 11-5. And they didn't look great versus Britain either. Mark DeRosa is admitting he struggled with the pitching staff restrictions from the major league clubs. George, how do you hear that excuse? Tony, it's the reality of his situation. He's got this lineup that's an all-star lineup, and their pitching staff leaves a lot to be desired. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just the reality of it. It's a reason, not an excuse. The reason, the real reason they lost this game is because they had eight total hits in an 11-5 loss. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. 
But now we're in must-win situation versus Canada for Team USA, and they still can win out and not control their own destiny, which is, which is amazing because of the run differential. We'll split the points, move on. Bubbles bursting everywhere, so the NIT and the CBI. A, a CBI story we were tracking. Detroit Mercy not in the field, so Antoine Davis's run at the all-time scoring mark ends. But for the NIT, well, UNC declined the invitation. Is that snubbery? Is that, what did they just do there? Courtney Cronin. The statement that they put out moments after the bracket for the NCAA tournament was released screamed big old TLDR from me. A lot of excuses there for a team that was preseason number one and missed mm, the tournament. Go ahead, Georgie. Tony, you're a blue blood and you're going to take your ball and go home. If anything, use this as a learning experience. Give those kids more time to play on the court together and be better for next year. Mm. George Sedano, 30 seconds of FaceTime. Thank you, Tony. I'm going to say something that I don't think any of the fans here have heard me say. The New York Knicks are a good basketball team. I did their game yesterday, and they're fun. They they play hard. Uh, man, they were just bullies yesterday against a Lakers team who's played really well uh, since the Le LeBron injury because Anthony Davis played great. Anthony Davis was invisible in yesterday's game, and it was because the Knicks made him invisible in that particular game. The Knicks are here to play. They're going to win a first-round series, and look out. They're going to be tough in a second-round series against one of those top teams, too. George Sedano has so decreed. That's it. We're on a 23-and-a-half-hour break. Bang! Bang!